0: You're listening to a podcast of the Sunday morning message from Grace Christian Church in the city of Cork on the beautiful south coast of Ireland. We hope and pray that it will be a blessing to you. And again, to those of you joining now, welcome here to our Grace Church Cork live broadcast. We think probably... Just about three weeks away, we hope all the signs are good, to when we can open the door again. Whatever the restrictions the government will put, they may keep numbers small, but we're going to open. We have never closed our door when legally we were allowed open. And we're not going to change that now. So as soon as we can, We're going to open the door. In the meantime, can I appeal to you to be faithful to God and continue to join in with our community, if possible. I know it's not possible for everyone, but if possible, live with our feeds and commenting as you are. I'm going to talk today about something I think is really relevant to you, enemy. And that's how do we recover lost ground? You see, I think, even those of you who say, I've had a grand lockdown, I think we've all lost out. Everyone. Maybe we lost our confidence about how to act socially. Maybe we've lost our peace of mind when we go out. Maybe we've lost a friend, or a job, or a future life partner, or, or health or finances, the list is endless. So as we start coming out of lockdown, and the government have said what they open, they won't close again. This is the big thing, they're so determined. We'll wait and see how true that is, but it seems to be going that way. How do you and I recover as we come out of lockdown and then take back the ground that you have lost? Please do not be in denial that you've lost some ground. We've gained some ground, maybe we had more time to be with the Lord and that, but we've all lost a bit of ground, at the very least, uh, inside here or here or with friendships and so on. So today's about recovering that which we have lost, that which was chased out of us and killed out of us. And here's a list. It could be spiritual, it could be relational, financial, career or study maybe it's your health, it could even be ministry, because a lot of people just have to put their ministry on hold. So I'm going to be talking today, and I am conscious of time, apparently. People have less of an attention span when you're watching on a screen than when you're in a live setting. So we've been trying to battle with that and cater for that as well. So I don't want to go on too long. But I am going to be reading from Joshua uh, today, the book of Joshua in the Old Testament. And so I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit would just come into the hearts and minds. And any heart that is cold, would you set that heart on fire? And any mind that is closed, would you open it now, Lord? Not because I may be eloquent or not, but because your living word... sharper than a two-edged sword. So open hearts and minds now, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The context of what I'm speaking on today uh, is the book of Joshua. And as I said, it's about recovering lost ground. Here's a prophecy that I had from the Lord. I know it's from the Lord, and that's what motivated me to do this. And I don't want to be super spiritual and say it was a dream. It wasn't a dream. But one morning I woke up at half past four and these were the words that came to me. A kitchen not. It was half past four in the middle of the week, one night, and this is what the Lord said to me. Hallelujah. The Lord would say, just as the raging and roaring sea can eat the land, and the land can be lost through erosion, and homes and communities and lives upended. So the enemy has moved in this last year and has robbed from many that which they once held. And the land that was once dry land has now been lost to the ocean, Ah, but says the Lord, just as men have reclaimed that ocean and built barriers and dams to the sea and taken back that land that was lost to the ocean, so, says the Lord, I am equipping my sons and I am equipping my daughters to take back the lost ground that the enemy has stolen. So gird your hearts and prepare for battle. Because the season of restoration has come upon you and upon your household. And this is what the Lord would say. Amen. Amen. They were the words the Lord gave me. And I'm just prophesying them. Because I know this is of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at the book of Joshua and see what you've lost and how we can regain it. The context is this, the Jericho victory. You know the story, how they were children of Israel, that's the people of God, were taking the promised land. And the first big obstacle was Jericho. Maybe it's a bit like us opening up last year after the first lockdown. And they marched around the city, you can read the story in Joshua 7 yourself, in the end the walls came tumbling down, and what did they do? They just praised God on the seventh day, shouted with a loud shout, blew the trumpets, and the walls came tumbling down. The first step in you and I recovering lost ground is can you remember a time in your life in the past where the walls came tumbling down for you? If you can, just on the comment line, type in yes. You don't have to give details, just say yes. Not only will everyone watching live now see it, but the many hundreds who watch on catch-up will see your comment as they're watching it come up. Let's give testimony to this. You see, if this was a live service, I'd ask you to put up your hand, and people would look around and see a couple of hundred hands up in the air or whatever. I can't do that, but I am saying, if you have seen walls come down in the past, remember it. Give testimony to it shared because that is also the future. The way God allowed those walls to come down in the past, he'll do that in the future for whatever we've lost. Like the Berlin Wall came down and everyone was shocked. We never thought it would come down and it did. So walls come down in our lives. So if a wall has come down in your life, declare Just say yes. You're making a declaration To your brothers and sisters, but more importantly, to the Lord and to the evil one. Devil, walls have come down in my life in the past. Why won't God let those walls come down in the future? Is a friendship, has a wall built up because of separation or isolation or even a family member? God let those walls come down. Give praise to God. Those walls are going to come down. So, the lost ground. Let me get into the message proper. We're looking today at the city of Ai. It's spelled Ai, but Ai, it's pronounced. And they went, the children of Israel, the people of God, went from a great victory to a great defeat. And they lost ground. One of the issues, of course, is that they underestimated the strength of the enemy and they overestimated their own strength. The Bible is full of warnings, warning you and me not to think ourselves too strong. Remember who we rely on. If we rely on our own strength, it won't do. But if we rely on the Lord, that will do. And don't underestimate the enemy. Don't think the enemy is nothing. He's a powerful entity. Satan can destroy so easy. Your marriage Your kids, your future, your health, my marriage, my kids, my health. He can destroy us. So let's take cognizance of that. Let me dive straight in and just quote a couple of verses from the previous chapter to what I'm looking at here. We know in chapter 7 and verse 4, only 3,000 Israelites went up to fight to take over the city of Ai. That was only 1 in 10 of all of those who could have fought, went to fight. As we come out of lockdown, let's not just let our guard go totally down. Let's be fully aware, Satan does not want that friendship restored. Satan does not want you to move up in your career. He doesn't want you passing that exam. He does not want you back in church. He doesn't. He doesn't want me back in church do you think the enemy satan wants the door of grace christian church open of course he doesn't he wants us all scattered and living in isolation in the wilderness that's what he really wants that's what the enemy wants but we want what jesus wants so don't underestimate the enemy and his attack on you and his attack on me up here and down here so we need to give this all we can to regain lost ground Don't just half do it. And we're told, because of that, that the men of Ai defeated the people of God, Israel, chasing and killing them, and the hearts of the Israelites melted. You see, a lot of us have been chased by the enemy over the last year. In our heads, in our hearts, in our bodies, in our finances. A lot of us today, our hearts are melted. I don't know how many people I've spoken to and they said, I don't know how to do social life again. The last year I've kind of kept to myself. How do I behave in a social context again? You and I have lost ground. But it is not God's will, just like it wasn't God's will for the children of Israel, not to regain that lost ground. You might say, ah, you're getting very heavy. This is serious. It's brilliantly serious. It is fantastically serious. Because we don't have to lose any ground, we can regain by the grace of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So they got a beating, they lost ground in this troubled time, and a lot of it was their fault, most of it was their fault. I don't have time to go into all the things, but it caused the people of God to have a time of reflection, to repent, and also compensation. You know what, if you've fallen with a friend, let's take that as an example. And because of social distancing and you couldn't travel and all that, you just lost contact. Do you know one of the ways to make compensation? How about you take the initiative and reach out to the friends? Just break the ice. That's what the people of God did. And then the Lord spoke into their situation. And we're told in chapter 8 and verse one going to read this now in just a moment. The Lord said to Joshua, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, for I have delivered, I have delivered the city of I into your hands. Hang on a while, we're all standing here, they're still in control of the city. But you see in the heavenly realms, God said, it's done, the city is yours, I have delivered it. He could see the future, they couldn't see the future. Why? Because their hearts were melted. Just like a lot of us have melted hearts and we don't have the confidence to move forward. But God said, in the heavenlies, it's done. And then he gave him this piece of advice. But take the whole army of Israel with you into this battle. Brothers, sisters, as we begin to emerge in a couple of weeks from full lockdown the way it has been. Put on the whole armor of God. Would anyone say amen? Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation. The breastplate of truth. Put it all on. And come and let's start living the lives you and I were born to live as sons and daughters of the King. As Jesus followers. Let's live that life with all our armor on. And let's come back to church. Not just to survive. But to take back ground that the evil one has stolen from us. Individually, collectively as a church, even as a nation, let's take back that stolen ground. Just as the sea erodes communities. You can go down to Shanagari in East Cork and just at the Hinge Beach when the tide is low, you'll see the tops of houses called Seaville. It was a village that the sea eroded and everybody's life and property and home was lost probably about 120 years ago. And it was never taken back. But then you go to the Netherlands and you see how the Dutch reclaimed the land built seed barriers, and now they've whole communities and fertile land to feed people. We can take back the land. So God said, take the whole armour. And so, just to summarise it, God's direction to the people of Israel was attack again. That's our direction. We need to start coming back to church and attack the enemy. We need to take the full army, put on the full armour of God, and God's promise. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. Victory is mine. If we truly have this heart, then victory is ours. Hallelujah. I'm going to uh, just read some verses from uh, Joshua chapter 8. It won't take long at all because there's so much powerful stuff in this. I want to continue it next week as well. But let's just get a taster of what I want to talk about just in a couple of verses in Joshua chapter 8 here today, Recovering Our Lost Ground. Joshua and all his men allowed themselves to be driven back from Ai. When the king of Ai saw them running away, he charged out with all his men as Joshua and the Israelites fled towards the desert. All the men of I pursued Israel. Not a single man stayed in that city, leaving it wide open for attack. And then the Lord said to Joshua, Hold out that spear in your hand, and point it towards I, for I will deliver that city into your hand. Hallelujah. I love how we're told that Joshua and his men allowed themselves to be driven back. So the capture of Jericho, God's word is to take the whole land. This is the next city. It's actually only a big town. They should have taken it like that, but because of the issues, they didn't. I love the fact that we have God's general word. And then within God's boundaries, it's up to Joshua. To make the best of the situation. This is what we call in military um, strategy a pincer movement. I don't have time to go into it today but Joshua had his army uh, hidden away and the other half lured the enemy out. It's ambush. Uh, It's how this nation won its independence because the Irish War of Independence 100 years ago actually uh, used ambush to great effect. So, God had his general word, and then Joshua used his intelligence, he used his experience, and he used the wise advice of others to make the best of God's general word. What is uh, that great quotation? For what we can understand, God has given us our minds. For what we can't understand, he has given us his spirit. So when God gives us a word of direction, we have not only the right, but the duty to use our intelligence, use our experience, and use the best of advice to make the best of that situation. God never said to Joshua, I want you to do a pincer movement and take them out. No, that was up to Joshua. God gave the general direction. And that's the way I think you and I will be taking background. There will be... God's overall word, and then we have to be intelligent. How can we work with these restrictions and yet see people come to faith? Because that's the big thing. Do you think the big thing is if someone gets a virus? The big thing is if someone goes to hell. Amen. Let's not forget the big issue. That's the real story. What happens in this little brief amount of time we're on earth? Okay, yeah, I get it's important, but the big thing is what happens for eternity? In your life, in your family's lives. That's the real thing. And so the people of God have to be intelligent as well as follow God's word. So we're told that all the men of I pursued Israel and not a single man was left in the city. Joshua had no guarantee that this strategy he was using would work. All he knew is that God said, I will give the city into your hand. And he tried his best. And he used the best of his ability to make it work. And God honoured it. Hallelujah. God honoured it. And so the enemy was lured out of the city. You know, it is a fascinating subject when you look at it. How the enemy here attacked Israel exactly the way they did in the first failed battle. They had no creativity. The enemy isn't creative. Satan doesn't have... Uh, A great creative streak in him. And yet God is our creator. And he's put a creative streak in us. So we can outthink the enemy. We can certainly outpray the enemy. And we can outmaneuver him. Hallelujah. Whatever you're facing. A closed door with work. Nobody to get married to. uh, A son or a daughter who is a heart like stone. A health issue. An empty bank balance. I don't know. But I do know this. The God we love and the God we serve, if he has said he wants you and I to take back lost ground, he will provide a way. Hallelujah. And so the enemy left the city and they did not know that they were running into an ambush. Hallelujah. And they ambushed them. A man called Dennis O'Sullivan, um, who came from near Clannachilty, Ardfield. He was my granduncle, my grandmother's brother. And he was involved in probably one of the most famous ambushes in the Irish War of Independence, in a place called Kilmichael, between Macroon and Dunmanway. And he was involved in an ambush that really turned the whole course of the Irish War of Independence. But a lot of people, and I grew up with this, uh, celebrated that great victory. But what they didn't do was they didn't read into what happened previously michael and i actually visited there do you know if you remember that oh Beans. i do oh i remember it. that right? yeah and, uh, we were just reading it. we did that there about two years ago or something we went down there one day to look at it but if you read it they lay it was november and they lay in the cold and the damp for the best part of the day and a night waiting for the ambush it cost them there was a price to be paid But victory was theirs. Hallelujah. And in in the spiritual realm, because that's what we're about now, there's a price to be paid in intercession, in prayer, maybe in fasting. But victory is yours. Victory is mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me quote a God moment. The Lord said to Joshua in verse 18, Hold the spear in your hand out towards the city of Ai for I will deliver it into your hands. Now, you can make a very reasonable point that this was Joshua's signal to the other half of his army. I have it in my hand. This is my adaptation of the spear, okay? Your version, might call it a javelin at home. But the Lord said to Joshua, hold it up and point it. So let's say the city of I is over there. And God said, hold up your spear and point it to the city. Some people say that was a signal to the other half of the army to attack the city. Maybe it was. We don't know. But I'll tell you what it was even more than that. It was a God moment. It was a God moment. And as you and I recover the ground we've lost over the last year, there will come, maybe it'll be in May, or maybe for you it'll be July or August, or September, but there will be a moment when you could be standing in church, or standing in another place, and you know a God moment, where you go, we've taken back the lost world. I have a spear or a javelin in my hand, and I'm holding it up, and I am taking back this lost you see, there's something mystical and mysterious about this symbolism. It's like water baptism. When we baptize people in water, the water isn't magic, but there's something mystical and mysterious. The bread and wine, the washing of feet, the Bible is full of it. Holding up the spear towards that issue. What's your issue? What's your last ground? Is it a person? Is it a bank account? Is it a job? Is it a ministry? What is it? How can you and I reclaim the last friend if we don't identify what it is? Put on the full armour. You get your spear. Take it over mysteriously and point it to that person, to that issue. And it's, it's as if today I take the spear, I point it towards the lost friendship, I pointed towards my strained marriage. I pointed towards that low no bank account. Oh, my no time, are you getting into prosperity? You know what? Give me a break, would you? But I do know that my God is not a God of poverty. Pointed towards that. Pointed to the lost ground that the enemy has stolen from you. Because if you really That Christianity is a lovely little thing, and there's nothing bad happens. You're in cloud cuckoo land. You and I are born into a battle. Battle. And the evil one is trying to take what God wants us to have. Just like Joshua and the boys and girls back here, nothing is new under the sun. He's a destroyer, or God is a life giver. So, I put it to you today for that which you have lost? Are you willing even right now in your sitting room, in your car, in your bedroom, in your kitchen, open the park bench, wherever you are, are you willing to symbolically, mysteriously obey God? And I believe this is from God. And if a lot of people aren't listening, that's their thing. But are you listening? Am I listening? Take up the spear and point. I do like what Joyce Mayer uh, says. It's uh, something like this, but I I do feel what she says is very true. I'm applying it to this situation. Stop looking at what you can't do and find out what you can do by faith. By faith. If you do the little you can do, God will look after all that you can't do. Hallelujah. We might not be able to do an awful lot physically still right now. But we can pray. And we can pray. And holding up the spear is a symbol of battle in prayer. And as we pray, we can name the name of the person who is no longer in our lives. We can name our son and daughter's names. Or our husband or wife's names. Or the name of the guy or the girl who you have hoped would be a relationship with or name your bank or name that health issue you have or name that ministry that seems to be gone name it call it out raise the spear and do the little bit you can by faith to take back that which the enemy has taken so brothers and sisters here's where i am about to pray take up your spirit are you ready there's so much more feasting in this that we look at next sunday i promise you it's fantastic but today i'm gonna pray and you know when i look at it i can think of a few people who i value and for whatever reason because we physically haven't been able to meet up over the last year things have drifted some people have said they've even lost confidence answering phone calls and they've just gone into a, a, a rush or a mindset of just being on their own. So I am going to pray for the people I love and I care about who seem to be just isolated on their own. And I'm sure you have someone or something you're going to pray for. So hold up the sphere. So as I put this to the side, I'll use it again next week maybe. Let's think about it. Think about the person or the situation, and in your mind's eye, point the sphere. So let's close our eyes. Let's pray. And even if your husband or wife or son or daughter are watching this on the telly with you, I think it's okay that you pray. What do you think? Are Amen. 100%. You know, this is like being in church. If you're in church, you'd close your eyes. If you're in church, you'd raise your hands. We're not able right now. Soon very soon we will. But how about we pray? Let's pray. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we speak, as it were, to the ground that we have lost over the last year. We speak to those who have lost peace of mind. Those who have lost confidence. Those who have lost friendships or marriages, or family relationships, those who have lost career opportunities, or jobs, or exams, those who have lost finances, those who have lost their physical health, or their mental health. We pray, O God, that as we are collectively as a church and individually as people and even as a nation about to reclaim our lost ground about to move out of this season and into a new season we point our spears towards that person or that issue and we symbolically raise it we pray come holy Amen. spirit Amen. let the wind the ruach the numa, as it says in new testament greek let that blow And let the foundations of our houses shake with the power of God because the day is coming soon and very soon when we will anoint with oil, when we will baptize in water, when we will take bread and wine, when we will as a company of people embrace one another and celebrate that we are living and that we are here in the place you have called us to be. So we pray now and we ask you, God, be a God of restoration in our lives and in the lives of our family, and help us reclaim the lost ground that we have lost that the enemy has taken. Let us be more than conquerors. We pray in Jesus' name. And God's people said. Amen. 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 Join us next Sunday for the final part of this and the full body of how we can keep on taking back all that we've lost thank you for watching and for being so attentive guys